Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from Dot Cotton Castle in the county of Boba Fett, it's a wheezing, <laughs> groaning sound. The only podcast about Doctor Who. Today we're taking a journey into historic Who. So let's travel through Sergeant Benton Empire, British Empire, don't we? <laughs> wave, wave to an Aztec trap and hey. hide the ankles of a Victorian Victoria. Wow. <laughs> Bloody hell. These are written in a hurry. <laughs> Joining me to travel uh, through time and space are a lily-hearted knave and a toad face, but I'll let them fight it out over to which oh, one's which. Every week we're going to get this now, mm. aren't we? <laughs> Double-edged it, sword of compliment. Know, it's brutal. Oh. It's Paul Litchfield and John Ray! Hello! Hello! Oh, look, and- a giant spider! Whoa! <laughs> oh, sh- oh, she's a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> she's clever, old Sarah Jane Smith. I'll she give her that. Is, she is. She's very Sarah smart. Sarah Jane. <laughs> um, as people have been able to tell, both from my amazingly written intro and from the title of this podcast, which obviously you'll have seen before hearing any of this, yes. you'll know that today we are covering the 1974 classic. 1974, is that right? 73, uh, I've got. 73, Paul. Forgive me. I could be wrong. I'll trust you on this. Um, it is the Cause, Time cause I Warrior. Could, because I did cross out 1992, 1985. So, you know, I, I could be very <laughs> wrong. Well, obviously, anyway, we travel time a lot warrior. in time in this one. Yeah. Oh, my word. Don't we just? This is like the travel show. Yeah. <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, so, if we were watching in 1970, blah, 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 mm-hmm. um, what would we have been watching uh, okay. before after this? Yeah. Well, um, the Time Warrior, according according to my spies, which is just mm. me looking at the Radio Times, <laughs> um, it, it debuted on the, well, the first episode was 15th of December 1973, Ooh. so very close to Crembo. Mm-hmm. How lovely. How Ooh. lovely. At a very respectable and reasonable perfect Doctor Who time of ten past five. Oh, that's lovely so stuff. perfect. That yeah. is the per- perfect ten it's days. Pertwefic. <laughs> it is Christ. Um, no, 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 that was great. <laughs> um, it... Happy, happy Christmas. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Nah, I'm going to carve a turkey. Hi! Hi! Oh my god. Is that Did how you used to carve the turkey at Christmas? Hey! That's amazing. This Hi. episode is full of. Hi! I, for one, loved every one of them. Oh yeah, they're brilliant. <laughs> I, I did a high count in this. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. Excellent. It, it's just unbelievable. Is it in the high 40s? 
Is, <laughs> is he is he trying to channel some sort of a- Asian? It's very, it's quite racist. He's, he's seen a bit yeah. of Bruce Lee, hasn't he? And thought, oh, it's amazing. I don't use that. John, John, you haven't smoked one of those special cigarettes. You ain't. Are you feeling a bit high? You should watch out on that laddie. You're very high. Yes, yes. Thank you, John. He saw John notes on the top of Nelson's column. He's very high. I say, poor old John's crawled up there all by him to death, all by himself, and he looks extremely to death. Hi! Who's your favourite sitcom character? It's probably Peggy from Heidi. Hi! All right, that's it. We found the benchmark. Oh, I've had a lovely film to watch. It's called Hi! Fidelity. Now. <laughs> right, let's stop. Let's stop right. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the fifteenth of December, nineteen seventy-three. I'm oh. here on BBC One. There's not much to watch, to be honest. Um, yeah. You did have something called. Um, <laughs> this was on really early on BBC One at nine thirty-five a.m. and it was called uh, "All Right, Charlie." <laughs> <laughs> it, I like it. And, and it just says, "Introduced by Norman Barrett with the brightest budgies in the business." <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> so I don't know. I uh, don't know what that is. No, I can't imagine. Does he fuck them all? Why is it? Why is it, called, why is it called Right Charlie? I don't. I've anyway. just realised we never check these. Like Paul, these could well be things that you've just written, and I would love that <laughs> as much. I do have an awful amount of time in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Although we did find yeah. out the Hello Goodbye Man exists. So. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, honestly, you were just lucky I'm... on that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you, you just got me on a good day. Yeah. Um, so BBC One, you had Right Charlie in the morning. Then it was Grandstand and Weatherman, your usual whatever. Right up mm. and right up until Do- Doctor Who. Mm. Um, and there wasn't much on the Beeb that like the usual sort of ge- uh, generation games and things like that. But on BBC Two. If you weren't going to watch uh, The Time Warrior, then you would watch something called Saturday Cinema. Ooh. And this was called The Happy Years. And <laughs> this, is, this is the blurb to the film. An unruly youngster sent by his parents to a New Jersey school famous for taming rebellious youths returns even more aggressive. <gasps> wow. Blimey. Wow. There you go. Wow. So, yeah. and, and then afterwards you had something called Saturday Request. They, they were very keen on selling on telling you the day and what they were <laughs> it's Saturday request and this please if you can tell me what this was it's called Paco Pena which is P-A-C-O-P-E-N-A a series featuring BBC TV programmes that viewers have asked to see again so someone is saying oh please put Paco Pena back on <laughs> my family and I loved it so back in and the days we had to request repeats you had to request yeah. it and literally dear BBC mm. please put on the weather from two weeks ago because I forgot <laughs> please could you show the film Hot Fuzz again <laughs> dear please. ITV2 it's please, been a long time please can you put Deep Throat on BBC One every morning <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um, Paco, Paco Pena um, which was requested by someone and this is the blurb Paco Pena and his flamenco dancer Puro oh. and that's it so someone desperately wanted to see that again I'd imagine it was either Paco Pena or Puro they mm. just wanted to see it again. <laughs> and then much later on in the evening, you had Midnight Movie, which was called mm. Station 6 Sahara. Wow. And this is what it says. Five men at a remote pumping station in the Sahara <laughs> take a perverse delight in devising ways to annoy each other. 
Then an attractive woman arrives. And then there's, there's more pumping, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> then it's known as the sluicing station. <laughs> Sorry. So that was your delights on BBC One and BBC Two. Wonderful wow. stuff. So, Time Warrior, Tom. The Time Warrior. Should we, should we crack into this one? Yeah. Let's just dive straight in. Yeah. So, before the story even begins proper, we have um, a real treat, which is the brand new Bernard Lodge title sequence. I fucking love this Which album. is it's beautiful. It? It's the best one. Mm. Is this um, the one where um, it's, sh- it's part reshaped? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looks like he's waiting so for a bus. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if Bruce Forsyth did it in his famous pose? Oh, <laughs> oh that'd be wonderful. Oh, God, that would be so good. That just zooming through time. But why don't they use this sequence all the time? It's clearly amazing. Yes. I, it's it's a shame that because obviously this was the last series that we get this. Is it the, the only title sequence that where you feature that features the entire Doctor's body as well? Yes. Yeah. It's a full. It's a full frontal. Mm. Full frontal from Pertwee. <laughs> full there. frontal yeah. from Pertwee. He was worrying at this stage that people, maybe people don't think that, you know, they don't know how tall I am. And I want to get that out straight away. No. I'm a tall yeah. man going mm, into he's this. taller than time. I'm this yeah. height. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it, it was absolutely unfortunate, you see, because I went through uh, Chessington World's Adventures and they told me you need to be this height. Go on, <laughs> that would actually how we'd get on the ride as well. I'm afraid yeah. you're too small, sir. Height. height. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd run on. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, aren't we hey, I, I was sitting at the front of that car. Hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Unconscious for the whole thing. <laughs> like then right at the end, right at the end, they get a picture. So it's just Pertwee sat next to an unconscious man, <laughs> which obviously he will buy for the man. Yeah, that'll be so sorry. <laughs> he wakes up with a keyring Here, himself. Here's a little momento. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So it's the fir- it's the first time we and he's not doing his nice to see you to see you. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get this out of our system. Yes, because there's so much of it to go. We've, we've lost John. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining him with one of those photos <laughs> next to the young, the guy from the plane in Commando with the little <laughs> plum hat. <laughs> it'll, be all the, it'll be all the kids all those scouts on Jim will fix it and we just there <laughs> the only one having fun as well <laughs> yeah. knock them all out yeah oh sorry sorry it's uh, uh, out of my Jesus. system now sorry alright fantastic <clears throat> um, so three things are introduced in this story we'll get to the other two shortly but firstly it's the diamond logo what do we think of the diamond logo guys love it I love, love diamond it. logo best one yeah I it's think so, so nice mm. As someone Beautiful. who came of age collecting the, the VHSs, mm. um, that the diamond logo was—I mean, the, the diamond logo was always exciting to see. Mm. Even more exciting was the 30th anniversary diamond logo. That was Ooh. one I really liked, mm. with the little um, the little scroll at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, w- yeah. how much do you like it? I mean, would you have it, for instance, as curtains? <laughs> Tom? Yes. One right. uh, shower okay. curtains, 100. percent So, uh, shower, so showers where you stop. You won't have yeah. them in on your front. Uh, <laughs> in, in in your front room. In my front, for, no. I think for I everyone think, to see. Yeah, eventually I'd be I'd I'd sort of grow weary of them as they did, you know, as Tom Baker did eventually, and then got that weird neon neon tubing. Mm. Yeah. I like it so much that if I was Johnny Depp, I'd have my drug paraphernalia in it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That picture they keep showing of all his stuff looks yeah. very home and garden stage, it does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It looks like a centre spread that they're trying to advertise this as some yeah, sort it of looks like it's new the witch look catalog. for the house. Yeah. <laughs> With his pint and, of whiskey. Yeah. It's pretty and impressive. For, and new from Ikea is the Heroinburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his four lines of coke so he can get... What can he get, John? Hi! Hey! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, so, right. We start in media res. We start... Mm. Um, or do we? I don't know what that word means. Um, we no. begin <laughs> in Iron Gron's castle. Um, oh, and it Iron looks great. Grand. Doesn't it look good? It it's does. good set work, isn't it? Really yeah. is. And is anyone having more fun, in inverted commas, in this episode than David Dacre? Oh, my he goodness. He is full-on Iron Gron, isn't he? He yeah. is really enjoying playing this character. He it's is. a great character. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he, it's amazing because I, I, I just... All my notes to say, I think this is when he's going to have a heart attack. No, 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 no. It's now he's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> because he's full on from the beginning. He sat around the dinner table going, sour wine and stinking meat. Mm. <laughs> throwing shit around. He's, just yeah. a he's like Jeremy Clarkson on the Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gear out OB dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's my steak, wench? I mean, that's the awkward <laughs> thing about this story is it's essentially like Iron Grond is not successful to start with. Effectively, effectively like a very poor man mm-hmm. just gets the shit beaten out of him for four episodes and then his home explodes. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a, a great victory for the Doctor. Not really. No. <laughs> no. But he's there and he sees a comet and that comet is a f- one of the first bits of amazing design in this story, which is mm. the Sontaran ship. Yes, mm. and this is this is of course the debut of the Sontarans, isn't it? Mm. Yes, this is the first time we ever see the Sontarans. It's so exciting. Or Sontaran, we should say. Yes, is it not until oh, so it's at the end of episode one we get to see an actual Sontaran in in the flesh, as it were. We only see their like armor to start yes, with. Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, and they're looking pretty much like the best they've looked in a. This is the first time we've seen them, and they look great. And then subsequently, mm. they can look bloody awful. For example, oh boy. for example, the two doctors. Um, yes, yeah. So they look really good at this point because you're genuinely going, "What the hell is underneath that massive egg hood?" Yeah. You know, oh, egg helmet. Well, I was yeah. I was hoping this episode, you know, because it's about you know uh, teaching the feudal society about modern warfare and weaponry and everything. Mm. I was mm. hoping that when the Sontaran actually died, he would fall into a pot, and that's how they got pesto. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have established. Yeah. Yes, they, they are do the most pesto. evil Italian base. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on our previous, um, our previous one about the Sontarans, obviously the two doctors. Mm. Um, I did mention a fix with Sontarans, which um, I rewatched again afterwards. And what I love is there's obviously the little boy who wants to be in Doctor Who, but basically the, the plot of a fix with Sontarans is a little boy turns up. And then just massacres the sun, like just yeah. shoots them, yeah. and they all just bleed. And it's like it's classic Eric Saywood, where it's just horrible and brutal. Right, <laughs> start, like this is meant to be like a gentle bit of fun, Eric. You know that, mm. yeah. But I, so, I, gen- I genuinely love obviously because they go, the stars are falling. It's an evil omen, a sign. Mm. It's all, it's all good, good yokel work there from it's all a, the. It's actors. another fantastic example of the how well who works in a historical setting. Yes. Because you get to play with the, oh, it's magic, wizards. Think, things we don't understand is happening. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then you put an alien in it, and the incongruity of it is it's yeah. perfect. perfect. And I mean, and like, what, I think, what, what? Yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Blood Axe. Blood Axe is confused by everything. Blood Axe is mm. like, Blood Axe, someone opens a window, and he's like, oh, my God, there's a hole in the wall has appeared, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
He can't, he can't put, yeah, he can't press. So this absolutely blows his mind from the start. Oh my yeah. God, all the food I've just eaten is coming out of my bottom mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, that's called, that's, that's called having a shit. We have explained this to you many times. Yeah. I went for a toilet and the juice of apple came out of my, <laughs> my strange snake. Juice of apple. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enjoy your big jug of juice of apple. <laughs> I uh, made it very uh, warm for you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I- Iron Grun is just so teetering on the edge all the time. Yeah, everything is just, <laughs> yeah. just like having, that, to drink his, having to drink, drink his mate's piss every morning. Because <laughs> that was the working title for this episode, of course. The <laughs> Doctor Who and the juice of apple. The juice of apple. <laughs> every night I go upstairs and I die and then I wake up again. <laughs> Called sleeping, you. <laughs> oh God! Blood axe, you really. Uh, by the way, my name isn't Blood Axe. It's uh, it's Paul. Yeah. Paul. It's Tarquin, actually, yeah. and, I have, and I have feelings. So they, yeah, they investigate the the comet. And Blood X is like, my the sticks below my bum do move forward and back in a way to propel me along the ground. <laughs> so what I love is you see the whole Sontaran ship and then, and then out out comes the Sontaran and he immediately claims the planet with that brilliant oh, little flag. It's so good, isn't it? And that flag moment is a beautiful piece of uh, BBC work. It yeah. reminded me a bit of that bit because it's Rose really of- tiny and pathetic. It reminded me of Mar- <laughs> um, Marvin the Martian. Yes, but also in Raiders of the Lost Ark where he's got that like nunchuck and he thinks he's gonna. It turns out to be a coat hanger. He's got this big staff mm. that you think he's gonna stab them all he puts yeah. it in there just fires out two little pathetic flags yeah. <laughs> but I love the little Sontaran flag that literally mm. sort of like yeah. <laughs> brilliant it's such good design and, and then we're in unit HQ mm. um, yes. where the um, the brigadiers organise a sleepover mm. <laughs> he's going to get them pizza and pop yeah <laughs> we're all going to watch the dark night and uh, have oh a lovely time God. so yeah so I don't the logic of this is because, like, if um, scientists are just being like whipped out of thin air, yeah. how having them anywhere is going to help, really? How, like, you know? Yes, yes. I don't know what he's like. Has he sort of lead lined the walls to prevent yeah. this from happening? In fact, no, he hasn't, because everyone's individual sleeping quarters don't. The walls don't even go up to the roof, so you can no. just—it's like toilets. Yeah, yeah. It's really horrible. Isn't like it? changing oh, rooms. No, there's yeah. genuinely no privacy in that place no. at all <laughs> for scientists to do their private experiments. Also, the the introduction of hi, I'm Rubish. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I love Rubish. Mm, me too. Rubish is lovely. He's, he's awesome. just a genuinely brilliant character in this. Mm. He's got one of the uh, zinger early on where he's like, I haven't seen my wife or family for weeks, but then. You know, some things have a silver lining. You're like, oh, yeah, very exactly. good. Very good. Very good from Rubish. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's Mr. Magoo as well, isn't he? He's sort of yeah. got varying degrees of blindness that whenever it's convenient for the fl- plot, basically. I know. And, and when he's transported to medieval times, he immediately fashions a pair of glasses, which is yeah. stunning. <laughs> so yeah. stunning. So stunning. It's a great bit of character work. And but we what also... we do get is the mm-hmm. first intro <gasps> of who is going to be our new um, companion. It's Sarah Jane. Yay! She's I mean, so she good. is brilliant so good. Yeah. Like, from wow. the off, she is just absolutely Taking brilliant. Taking no shit. No. Yes. And no it's, prisoners. It's weird, then, that, like, that Terrence, old Terry, 
said that she was going to be a power deal for women's libbers, didn't he? It was going to be like, oh, she's going to be... But actually, she just comes across as a really empowered woman. Yeah. And I don't sort of get the parody element, really. There's a no. bit where she says, oh, it's like you're living in the Middle Ages. But apart from that, I think she's just such a strong character from the off, isn't she? Well, yeah, I mean, when she gets... Um taken back to uh, the medieval times she just she ain't having it she thinks she's in some theme park for ages she's like yeah, oh yeah. come off it this is bullshit yeah. <laughs> I just love it she's so no no nonsense even despite when, when she first meets the doctor he's sat mm. down with his feet on the table yeah. immediately and he starts m- mansplaining at her it's oh horrible. it's oh horrible he immediately yeah. starts putting her down yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she stood there like fuck you granddad mm. it's, and you sort of see then how they because that's how it starts but the part between Jane Smith I really like that season that's season 11 isn't it but yeah. like you see how we just need to get her to Baker because Baker immediately is like you're my best friend we're equals basically yes. and yeah. everything else whereas this is very much oh I don't know I'd like you to make me coffee please and you're like oh yeah, that's exactly. a bit that's a little bit grim um, yeah. but no she's standing up for herself so she um, so yes people start going missing and Rubish goes missing yes. Rubish Rubish. Um, and my favourite bit is the, the unit, the two unit guys, one of them fires a gun so haphazardly <laughs> when he sees the sort of the ghost of the Sontaran that he just sort of sprays bullets up the wall and you're like, that doesn't that doesn't seem very safe at all. It almost feels like it's a commentary saying that um, warriors in whatever decade or millennia they're in, they'll just fucking uh, stupid <laughs> yeah, and will attack, yeah. attack shadows. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his first reaction is just like he doesn't even really aim it, does he? That I mean, right. that that extra has not been given any training. He just sort of no <sighs> sprays bullets up the wall, and then yeah. Rubish is gone. There must be so many dead, uh, like pizza and Italian <laughs> or, <laughs> delivery drivers in a pile outside uni, keep, keep firing at the people trying to give them their dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I also love, I'm going to sort of, because obviously there's a bit of back and forth. We see that Lynx uh, is uh, making uh, armory for, um, for Iron Grom, so he can beat, uh, is it Edmund's castle that yes. he wants to, uh, to defeat? Um, but then we get, so Sarah Jane sneaks into the TARDIS, and what I'm really glad is we don't, we never get with Sarah Jane the, but hang on, that's bigger on the inside than the outside no, thing. No, no. She just sort of gets on with it. She's mm. just. They, hang on, I'm 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 an undercover reporter, so I'm going to find out what on earth's going on here. She's and of still, course, she's very much down the line. Even even Rubish um, sort of alludes that she might be a commie spy at one mm. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a nice little the nice little bit of comedy banter between the Doc and Rubish, though, with um, when he's like, "Oh, I've heard that he uh, she's not who she says she is. That mm. in fact, Lillian Smith, and then Percy goes, is in America." Mm. and he snaps like oh how do you know and they start having that little interchange yeah that's a lot of fun yeah yeah but I think at this point, when when because we don't see Sarah Jane creep into the TARDIS, she's already done that, which yeah. is really nice because yeah. I just I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Um, but the TARDIS looks like it really needs a damn good paint yeah. and a wash. <laughs> it, it looks, looks really it's good. It's looking knackered, poor old girl. <laughs> yeah. She really is looking worse for wear. Yeah. And then they go back to Year Dot. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Any, anyone want to do a Lynx Africa joke while we're here? Uh, or should we, should we not do that's that? That's annoying. Someone right. did on Twitter, didn't they? Someone so, did on Twitter, oh, yeah. yeah. I was very annoyed. I had, to, I, had, I had to cross it out. Yeah. Oh. God um, damn it. So, yeah, we're in Edmund's Castle at Year Dot. Um, oh, before that, of course, Sarah Jane Smith um, interrupts Hal the Archer. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. Hal the Archer, uh, aka Boba Fett. Yes. That's amazing. That's yeah. very exciting. He's also one of Q's assistants in a couple of James Bond films. Oh, really? Yes. 
Oh, think it. Um, just, just think this. Your eyes uh, only, uh, I think. Oh, I love that film. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, just you just mentioned Q. Recently, I saw Prince Charles live on the BBC, and he's got Q's hands as well. He has. Oh, has he he's got those got big fingers. Massive, yeah. like individual tins of spam for each. <laughs> he has. Bless him. Yeah. Unbelievable. That- I never noticed it. Yeah. That isn't like a symptom of something, is it? Like, how, how, what, how bad should we feel about that? Centuries of inbreeding? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. You either get no, big no, no, fingers no, no. or you're a nonce. It's one of the yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the rules. I mean, yeah. you know, one almost precludes the other, so it's... Uh, exactly. It's, yeah. yeah, you've got to make what a choice. I, what I genuinely love is when, um, towards the end of the episode, just before Sarah Jane gets captured, um, mm. partway is lovely exit of the TARDIS. We get to see the TARDIS materialise, which is mm. very important yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And he gets to say that lovely line. Well, mm. well done, old girl. Mm. Yes, I love that. Yeah, the TARDIS is in its. It's going to work for the plot bits where suddenly yeah. it can just it can just get him where he needs to go. He spent mm. he spent five years trying to get to Metabolis three, mm. and the, yeah. this is the uh, the one time it actually lands where you want it to. And, and um, I think all throughout this story, he's working out if there's enough room in the shallow grave where Joe is to put Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's in the, when he drives off at the end of the Green Death. She's in the boot, isn't he? <laughs> yes. I mean, Absolutely. when you think about it, the Doctor would be the perfect serial killer because he could take they could put the bodies anywhere in time and space. Yes, that's true. That would be a great Doctor Who story. <laughs> the Doctor is actually Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> could happen. Hey, I mean, you know, depending on who the showrunner is next. Yeah, they could be. A, they could true. be a whole thing about the timeless children. Um, yeah. Yeah. But what, what I love about what I love about Time Warrior is is the end of episode one is mm. the most perfect end of an episode of Doctor Who. Absolutely, it's the Sontaran revealing his face. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what a makeup job! But it for some reason, incredible. he's got his tongue poking out like. He's blowing on a raspberry. <laughs> that is how they talk in their natural language. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Jason Fleming. The More Than My Past podcast will see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people. People who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turn their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The More Than My Past podcast. 
and it's one of those great um, cliffhangers as well because he takes his helmet off. We see the, the doctor already knows what Sontarans look like, doesn't he? Yeah. So it's literally just for us, and then mm. immediately he puts his helmet back on again. Mm. So it's one of those cliffhangers that's really great, but also sort of doesn't really I do know. anything. There's a couple of them in this. Yes. Yeah. Because I know the doctor has. Because we've never met the Sontarans before, the no. Doctor knows who who they are. He doesn't mention that they're Sontarans for quite a while. No. He doesn't actually no. say this is who they are. No, that was very true. Well, he, um, he likes keeping his cards very close to his chest because he doesn't trust Sarah Jane for a small while, does he? True. <laughs> that's he keeps true, his yeah. cards where he keeps his medallions mm-hmm. uh, very close to his chest. Yeah. To his white his white chest hair. I like his um, look in this one, by the way. His green it's jacket. It's a great costume, oh, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Lovely. And the zip-up leather uh, Cuban heel boots. <laughs> <laughs> it looks incredible. It's awesome. And it he's got like two... slipped off at a moment's notice. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever his he two wants. sovereign rings as well. He's, got yeah. his two... he's looking very, uh, yeah, very rings. sharp. <laughs> and his hair that looks like he's been sat in someone's living room if they've been smoking for about 10 years. <laughs> got a little yeah. nicotine edges to it. Yes. It's got a Trumpy, a Trumpy hue, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Like, a, like yeah. a mothballed Mrs. Slocum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah this whole episode looks like it's, it's, been, it's been in a room with like a 20-a-day smoker. Everything's just been yeah. brown and green, isn't yeah. it? I love it. Mm-hmm. What we do is we take every script of Doctor Who and then we, we, we smoke 20 woodbines around it. <laughs> yeah. Then it's ready for rehearsal. You're, yeah. ne- you're never alone with a Sontaran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my Ian Levine's trying to rescue an old uh, an old uh, roll of film from storage because someone's about to smoke a stogie over it or something. Good. I was wondering what you were going to say then. <laughs> <laughs> so all we've got risky. now is Sa- yeah. is Sarah Jane just just literally going. This is come on. Let's drop mm. the charade, please. Mm. Yes. This is madness. When does she? I, when I does like the that. penny drop? Does she sort of eventually when she, just realise? Well, it? she she actually meets Lynx. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And for some reason, Lynx is not really used to seeing girls. He's a bit like, whoa. (laughs) Also, Hal, uh, our Boba Fett, has seen her behaviour and and says that she is a feisty woman of of spirit. Yes. And he admires her greatly, and I think that's lovely. Although I would say that, from a writing point of view, it would be better if the Doctor admired her greatly rather than just some random bloke from the medieval age. Yeah, yeah. He admired her what? Ooh. Um. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Because 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 Lynx takes a, a, a brief interest in her knowing that she's not from this time. He's immediately worked it out. Mm. And he works yeah. it out by uh, taking out his lipstick and probing her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's got um, this lipstick thing. Her clothes are machine woven. Mm. That's yes. how he, he, sp- he spots it straight right, away. Yeah. 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 And he, and she she has... has bought her tank top from C and A. He knows, he knows. Yeah, he's, he's on to mm. her. And she, did he say that she's got no Adam's apple or something? No. Uh, well, yeah, what does she's got say? two Adam's apples and they've <laughs> slipped. <laughs> no, That's blood axe. No, he's like, no. she has two Adam's apples and <laughs> only need for a jumper. She's lost her snake that produces the juice of the apples. <laughs> she's a comely looking lad and she makes my tummy do summer somersets. <laughs> Somerset, Somerset, Somerset. I, mean. <laughs> I mean, he's from Somerset, so that makes he's sense. He's from Somerset. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. He's had a great time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the doctor then finds the little science uh science dungeon yes um in the uh where he, he spots rubbish <laughs> as well and that's great because rubbish has spotted some like old medieval um like carvings and he says they're very well preserved and of course we're thinking haha that's because they don't have to be preserved because you're in medieval times rubbish idiot yeah, Idi- yeah and, absolute um, idiot uh, 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 rubbish and you blind cunt <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and and um, Lynx has decided to slightly align with um, these 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 ridiculous humans who he already thinks are hideously beneath him mm. by proving mm. his worth by providing them with the funniest robot ever made. That is oh awful. my goodness! That is absolutely. It's like your dad putting a football on <laughs> whilst wearing a polo neck, yeah, and, and waving a poster tube and wandering yeah. around the, wandering around the living room. It's just yeah. wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Lynx can give them guns. He can give yeah. them grenades. Why does he waste his time with this stupid robot that is the most flimsy thing it's possible to have in battle? I think we should have to face facts that Lynx isn't very good. <laughs> he isn't good. I was thinking, Lynx, he arrives there, right, and he meets mm. Iron and he meets Blood Axe. Mm. But, like, as soon as he heard that there was, like, a better, a better stocked castle, like, um, a mile away, mm. wouldn't yes. you go, oh, I'll go to them. I'll yeah. go to them and mm. I'll help them beat you because that seems a lot easier. <laughs> Trouble is, I mean, all all he can do is just literally kill them all outright, very yeah. quickly, and then he can just get on with his work. <laughs> so true. He doesn't yeah. need the people upstairs in the castle who nope. just seem to constantly piss him off and create havoc. No. No. Um, he could just get on with the guys he's got downstairs and get on with his plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's he a- makes them a robot, which proves its worth by attacking some lunch. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets its sword and starts chopping up stuff yeah. on the table, but it's a really flimsy sword. It's really. <laughs> But uh, I like it. Yeah, and then Hal fires a couple of arrows into it. Yeah, and uh, exactly. yeah, it has that, more... They test it on Hal, don't they? Because that's going to be his execution. He's going to have to fight the robot. The yes, amount of yeah, stayed executions in the... this story. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Before I murder you, we, we're going to try and murder you, but in, in the sort of most difficult way possible. We're going to get men who've never used guns before to sort of haphazardly shoot in your direction. We're going to get the fucking hour. Bob Monkhouse's golden shot and some, <laughs> some, some house, housewife from Shropshire is going to tell them where to shoot. <laughs> no, it, it'll be, go left, go left, down a bit, down a bit. No. Oh, I'm sorry, my love, you missed them. No. <laughs> It, and that should have been given to Lady Eleanor in the other castle. That should have been. June Brown should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> down a bit, down a bit, left a bit. Hit him in the little willy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my snake that produces the juice of apple. <laughs> <laughs> And meanwhile, Link, uh, the Doctor is tied up in Lynx's dungeon. Yeah. Yes. And we get some well, great perts we gurning. We really this. do. Oh, he does some beautiful. Mind you. Just to get to that dungeon, let's mm. let's also just retrace the Doctor's steps because instead yeah. of just walking there like any normal person would do, <laughs> he goes via the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Iron Axe is like that's where I produce all my smelly conkers. <laughs> <laughs> so the Doctor must now stink with his nicotine with his nicotine hair. Yeah. It's, it's crushed velvet smelling of just medieval shit. <laughs> they would have smelt him coming 50 yards before you arrived. They really would. <laughs> oh, there you go. Smelly conscious. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So Lynx, Lynx, um, Lynx again takes out his lipstick and <laughs> zaps the doctor. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sarah, Sarah J, when, when, when she's oh, first dear. being sort of like screamed at and shouted at and sees Lynx, she just yeah. slips out of the room while they're all having an argument. Yeah. They're all distracted and she just hops yeah, off. She, and she just sort of like literally, I'll go then. 
Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like the, the female has escaped, and they're like, oh, don't worry, we'll catch her. And, and then and yeah. they do, to be fair. So yeah. But, yeah. Now, but at the moment, she's gone to Castle Lovely. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, which is great. So she meets Sir, Sir Edward and Eleanor. Mm. Yes. And they're Who planning a raid on the other castle. It seems to me that, that, that these two castles have been sort of trying to you know one-up each other for centuries mm. <laughs> and never really succeeding. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I love the fact that the, the the main thing is that they've just got old men in that castle. So that castle is like um, Last of Summer Wine or something, where everyone's just in their in their sixties. Yeah, yeah, um, which must be quite fun. It must be great. They're going down the hill in a bath. Yeah, <laughs> firing, firing arrows. Yeah. Uh, probably... What we'll bl- what we'll do is we'll make a catapult, you see, and we'll put a bath in the end of it, <laughs> mm. and then yeah, you know, this is bound to work. This is yeah. I would love it if the very last episode of Michael Elphick's Boone, <laughs> he was revealed that his boss is actually... That's on town. <laughs> actually the guy from this. He, yes. he fell into the Doctor's TARDIS and got put into <laughs> the Midlands in the 1980s. And, <laughs> and started, instead of going to war, started a motorcycle courier company. <laughs> <laughs> Making Boone cannon. So that means the Boone Great. can go on big finish. Nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> silver. Uh, uh. Yeah, what would, um, what would the big finish spin off here? Would it just be like... Blood Axe just trying to make it like somehow no. Blood Axe ends up in modern day and just every yeah. like he I've already got it function. Mm-hmm. I've already got the spin off. Oh really? It's Hal and mm. his merry men and it'll be like Robin of Sherwood. Mmm. Ah. The hooded Hal. Um Hal <laughs> gets Hal. his own his own residence, but he mm. finds it incredibly emotionally in, incredibly emotionally overwhelming and it's Hal's moving yeah. castle. Oh what? that's brilliant. That's nice. <laughs> That's brilliant. What are you doing? Doctor? I like. I like the idea that Bloodaxe somehow is. Uh, he's, he's got a job, you know, lecturing at Oxford University yeah. <laughs> about stuff he has no business knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like suddenly he- he- head of mathematics. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't even count the fingers on his hand. But oh, <laughs> Bloodaxe doing a lecture. Oh this God. is called the Living Snake. <laughs> This round here is called my second mouth. <laughs> where naught goes, naught goes in, but much do come out of it. <laughs> and up the top is where the lemonade is made. <laughs> and these is milk and milk, but none doth come out. As, as one as I try, it produces no dairy. I, I sometimes get mustard from my ears, but it's rancid. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, oh Professor. And not, <laughs> and not my nose, there would be jelly. Jelly on my nose. And no gumberry flavour it is. Read right, one of these, paint one of these, these weird <laughs> flat wooden discs. <laughs> flat wooden slabs that do have the flaps in them. <laughs> He's basically wise or gummage, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love a spin-off film like Crocodile Dundee, but with blood axe. <laughs> and he gets taken to modern New York. That's him leaning out the window. It's for washing your behind in. <laughs> you call that a smelly conker? <laughs> this is a smelly conker. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. And, in, and in wide shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's doing a shit on the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have to wait there while he finishes. <laughs> What I love is is now is now that Links now that Links has captured the Doctor and realizes his worth, he immediately gets him to work in what looks like a very primitive call center. 
It looks like he's having to work for, like, you know, the AA or something. Hello. Yeah, when a call comes in, press four and say you'll connect them to Julia. Exactly. It's I understand so you've, been, you've recently been in an accident. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing his data entry. Um, yeah, if he gets doing... it wrong, he gets zapped, which mm. I thought was all temping work when I was younger. I thought that was basically yeah. you get an electric shock every time you do it wrong. Mm. That's um, brilliant. Yeah, and so, and, but then he makes his, thanks to Rubish, he makes his escape. And cue one of the weirdest escape. escape <laughs> oh my it's God. It's so shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the worst version, like this is the worst idea that they could have done in It's a Knockout as a race. Yeah, it's terrible. It's just pathetic. <laughs> it's it's like, the, are we talking about when the doctor runs out into the yard? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like Errol Flynn's got pissed. It's, <laughs> it's like one of those 70s sketch shows where they used to make like human pinball where yeah. one person would run, bump into the other, then turn around and bump it's, into somebody else. Basically, yeah. It's basically Benny Hill without the scantily clad yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in Fast Forward. It looks at one point that... It, did they put roller skates on the fucker? He's just... <laughs> <laughs> but also, that we get our first hike just before yeah. he, <laughs> he meets blood, blood Axe and... Um, oh, God, I've forgotten his name. What's his name? Iron Gron. Iron Gron. Iron Gron. He meets them in the yeah. hall. He goes, hello, and then... Mm. Hi! And then runs off. It's, it's <laughs> just brilliant. First of all, he picks up a basket and tips it over. <laughs> then he attempts then to hide behind a well, but everyone's seen him. <laughs> behind, behind. Then he spins then he a barrel runs like back he's Donkey Kong. Spins yeah, a yeah. barrel. <laughs> it's, it's, like it's, having, it's like he's just had a seizure. They've just yeah. keep filming, keep filming. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the escape where he's like later on, where he swings on a chandelier that's an inch off the ground. Oh my yes, god! That, <laughs> that, that is obviously meant to look really amazing but he goes so slow (laughs) and also I love the fact that anytime he has to do any stunts I can't remember the name of his stunt man, but he's like he's a chunky guy. Yeah. So he always just looks <laughs> like he's really filled out suddenly, and he's running around. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be being a stunt man, but it's very strange. So it end, that episode ends with uh, with him about to get murdered by Iron Gron. He's about. Oh yeah, to he, be- he's on his knees, and Iron Gron raises his sword. Yes, yeah, that's oh, right. That's that's it. That's the end of the Doctor. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. that's he's going he's gonna yeah. have his head chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but luckily, like then everything lose else, a lot of height. Um, <laughs> He does lift his arm quite high. <laughs> he lifts it with all his might. Um, so we are. But then, oh, hang on! Now you're changing the rules, because <laughs> I've got thousands now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to it, it out. like that. Yeah. Um, Let's go fly a kite. <laughs> Up where the air is height! Let's go fire, 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 kite! Don't, would have released that as a single if you yeah, Oh my god, yeah, the 70s, they were all mm. doing it, weren't mm. they? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh anyway, boy. so it opens on episode three and you think, well, I don't know how the Doctor's going to get no. out of this. No. No. But he but gets he out does. of it the way that everything happens in this story, mm. which is yeah. an arrow hits something which makes it fly away. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Um, which is handy. Yeah. So the doctor runs away, immediately sets fire to a passage. Yeah. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> of course. <laughs> sets fire to the gaff. Mm-hmm. And off he goes. <laughs> oh, dear. And then Lynx finally notices that the doctor's gone. Oh, no, he's gone, <laughs> is he? Oh, right. Oh, oh. oh that oh, must be what all that stuff all. was in the courtyard. I yes. wonder what that was. Yeah. And then Rubish gets a very clever idea to invent spec savers. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's one of the oldest businesses in England, you know, Specsavers. Oh, yeah, I want yeah. a big finished series about how he invented that eyeglass. Yeah. <laughs> where he got it from is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon yeah. he just filched it from uh, Lynx's ship. Just went in and just, oh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. It's so lucky Lynx is the same prescription. Mm. Yes. It's like, <laughs> Thank God story. they're both short sighted. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so, he, so now they're both at, um, at Castle Cotton mm-hmm. um, and having a lovely time and working out how they're going to get back Iron Grom. Mm. Yeah. Is that yes. right? Yeah, because yes, the doctor's up in those given food. that um, choice of you can either help us or we'll have you killed. Yes. yes. <laughs> and what I love is when Iron is um, uh, the way he describes the Doctor as a long shank rascal with a mighty nose. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely, isn't it? Brilliant. I mean, there's so many quotable bits in this. It's such a lovely script. Yeah, it is. Yes. Um, and you and uh, so the doctor's gone over to Castle Lovely now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he finally reveals to Sarah Jane that he is a Time Lord. Mm. And it's she nice, doesn't right? quite know yeah. what it is, and he says, "Well, it's sort of like a galactic ticket inspector." That's right. Yeah. Which is a really lovely, oh, twee English way of explaining nothing. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> but she buys it. That's enough for her. Yeah. Mm. She's like, "All right. Yeah. Fair enough." Okay. I mean, the evidence is sort of right in her face, isn't it? The fact that they're in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If she didn't accept it then. No. Exactly. That's true. And now, so so now, the um, Iron decides to go and invade the other castle. And Lynx, being a creature of war and habit, decides mm. to go and just see how good they are at fighting. Yeah. That's yeah. his thing, isn't it? Mm. And, um, uh, and then <laughs> this is the most pathetic storming of a castle oh, that's ever God. happened. Oh my goodness! Well, they build, they get all their heads on sticks, don't they? They get all the uh, Madame Tussauds stuff. Yeah, they do they? the end of the Three Amigos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. They get the women making stuff. Yeah, yeah. While um, doc- the doctor makes bo- little stink bombs. Yeah, little stink bombs. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Them all stink off. bombs. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. What, what I love is is Iron and all of his uh, cohorts all get on horseback. Ha ha! Yeah. And I'm mm. oh, I'm pleased they should have had the little bit of links on a little pit pony behind. <laughs> <laughs> with, his own, with his own comedy music. So we got to carry on. Amazing. Because, yeah, they say, we can't imagine you on a scaling ladder. You're like, oh, I'd love to see... I'd look like Humpty Dumpty, wouldn't it? It would be amazing. absolutely amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, they get spooked away by all of the all of the treachery and all the tricks and yeah. the potions yeah, and the wizard. The they basically crowd. do that, run away, run away! <laughs> yeah. 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 Blood Axe can't understand what... Those guards have lost so much weight, look how thin they are! <laughs> <laughs> Those are stones all piled on top of one another to make a barrier. That's a wall, Blood Axe. <laughs> how are you... <laughs> oh. If you're not getting rid of them by now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the late. yellow ball in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I must catch it. Yeah. <laughs> come back, come back. Get off that ladder. I can really imagine when they when they go to storm the other castle. There's there's, there's blood axe looking at all the men going. Why are you taking all my sex wives? And they're going. What do you mean? Horses. Horses. Oh no. Oh blood axe. No. Oh, blood axe. All my lovely sex wives. <laughs> my long faced lovers. <laughs> my long faced lover who was sired in Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, Lord. Um, so then, then they want to go back. They want to gain access to the cast again, right? So they come up with the brilliant idea of dressing as monks. Mm. Oh, which um, is fun. Part we does that, but there, bless you, my son. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of his two impressions in this. Oh yeah, he does lots of impressions in this one, doesn't mm. he? Yeah. So yeah, wow. so he, so he, they get in. He managed to get in, and and the first thing they're trying to uh, free all the scientists from the. Um, from their from their hypnosis, mm. Mm. Um, which they work out is to the polka 
the polka rhythm. Did yes, you see that yes, when they're yeah. like, yeah. yes, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Lucky, isn't it? I, I yeah. didn't know that Santarans love a bit of polka. Also, I've noticed that um, in between episode two and three, Sarah Jane has changed outfits three times now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know where she get where she goes and does this. But she yeah, gets yeah. given like a kind outfit. of Robin Hood outfit, doesn't she? Yeah. Then she's given a servant's dress. That's right. She's always getting changed. And when yeah. the, <laughs> and when the doctor goes in to help Rubish, yeah, she's caught in the kitchen because she's supposed to put like sleeping powder in their yeah. porridge or whatever but the, the, mm-hmm. the serving wench <laughs> catches her and sends her to work mm. yes because that's, she she that's when she says yeah. oh look a giant spider <laughs> and then pours loads of powder in the oatmeal that the woman's making perfect <laughs> yeah um, I'm because just because at well. this point, Lynx and mm. Iron have just been in this sort of dick waving competition. Yeah. <laughs> they're just they're both like, "I'm going to kill you, but I need your help. I will kill you, but I need your help." Yeah, just constant toing and throwing. It's yeah. very tiring, isn't it? And you get um, I've just realised as well because it's a polka theme. Um, if Lady Edmund had made her way over and was doing it as well, that would be a polka dot. Oh, so, oh, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we're all having fun. We're all having fun. Wonderful. But so yes, yeah, well, so, I'm glad she wasn't in um, the Deadly Assassin, or we'd have Dark Matrix. <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned the Deadly Assassin. Sorry. Why ever? Why ever would we? Did you mention no, that, Jonathan? Sorry. <laughs> See, I chose to use your full Jonathan there. That means you're in trouble. It is. Oh no! It does yeah, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan. So, <laughs> but then so, yeah, obviously- so uh, yeah, so I can't remember. There's, there's not much that happens in episode three. In, uh, there's just lots of "you'll help me, I'll help you." Hmm. Yes, uh, and, and they're the, toing and throwing from. And then, the, he, then and then the doctor decides that he'll intervene, and he offers Links a bargain, doesn't he? Hmm. Mm. He offers him a bargain, sort of like stop hurting other people, and I'll help you fuck off. Yes, mm-hmm. it's yes. a bargain. He also offers. I don't know why I'm mentioning this. The pterodactyls in uh, in the visitation yes. as well. Yes, that's I don't know why that was in my head. But, um, <laughs> no, no idea. No, but he. Um, so yeah, he offers that, and that is rebuked. Obviously, Lynx has no interest in taking help no. from the Time Lord. And immediately no. gets his alien lipstick out again and probes <laughs> the Doctor. <laughs> I have seen that alien lipstick under the belly of a dog. <laughs> Many, <laughs> many, many lipsticks in many sizes. <laughs> when I doth touch it, it produces the milk of porridge. That axe is again. The dog doth look happy. Yeah. I have, I have tried applying my own lipstick, but I have twisted many vertebrae. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, blood axe. Oh, blood axe. <laughs> By the way, um, he, he does look like a remark. He could be a looky likey oh, for Richard God. Stilgo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really looks it's like uncanny. Richard Stilgo. Really, wanted, oh him, really wanted him at some point to just take a synthesizer out and stop doing a bar with that <laughs> ribald version of what's going on. Why doth my apple taste juicy? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, then, then Lynx is knocked oh, out cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. By, by, by Rubish. Yeah, that's Just great. Get because lamp, lamps in. <laughs> the doctor says, "Ah, everyone has their weakness. Like, for instance, you, if you're hit on the back of the head, it knocks yeah. you out." And then Rubish is like, "Oh, I'll hit him on the back of the head." Oh, it's <laughs> meant to be a thing about like, oh, it means they always face their enemies, but it mm. is a really stupid weakness. Yeah. I mean, Achilles had a heel. He didn't have a neck. No. <laughs> it's probably his probic vent. Yes. Also, if you've got that, cover it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is a walking Death Star. Yeah. It's exactly. just got a giant <laughs> weakness. Yeah. He, he really is. Yeah. If you've got that massive hole that can really just cover it with your armour that you're yeah. covered in head to foot. Oh, you know, put a cushion on it. Yeah. Stick, <laughs> a, stick a cork in it. Yeah. yeah. Just do something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And this and is so where the doctor, the doctor does an impersonation of Lynx. Oh it's great. God, he gets this. on Link, Lynx's oh helmet. Oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> fooling everyone again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, to be fair, who's he fooling? He's fooling Bloodaxe, right? Mm, so yeah, that is, I mean, he could have just stood yeah. in front of him and gone, hello, I'm Lynx, but I look different now. <laughs> <laughs> he would have gone like, okay, Mr. Lynx. Whatever you say, <laughs> why, Mr. Why Lynx. have you got cooking pot over your head? <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> um, if he'd like, if the doctor had drawn like a a pencil drawing of Lynx and then held it in front of uh, Bloodaxe, he would just be like, "Okay, Mister Lynx, slightly, <laughs> slightly flatter than you usually are, but I assume that's all normal." <laughs> um, <laughs> what, I, what, what I genuinely love now is is mm. after after Pertwee does his uh, impersonation. No, the doctor goes into full. Well, I also, by the way, I don't just do voices. Mm-hmm. Watch this, and pretends to be the robot. Oh God! Why does he oh do God! This? It's so stupid. And this is the funniest thing I've ever witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's I so ridiculous. I am gone. Yeah, why? Oh why does he? God. What's to I be gained from that? I don't know why he decides to do that. <laughs> the robot, where he knows for a fact, the only thing they like doing with the robot is kicking the shit out of it. Yeah. So he literally does one-footed phantom and the choppy, choppy hand. <laughs> so funny. So amazing. And also, he carries on with it for a minute, and then um, Iron Gorn's like, well, there's only one way to yeah, test this robot, and that's yeah. like, going to have to have a sword fight with it. Yeah. And then he's like, everybody, grab a sword, let's fight it. And then he's like, oh, well, you don't want to look under my mask, old chap. And it's like, well, what was the point? What was the point of this? Dressing up! Why give up the ruse that quick? Mm. Imagine if I got a jersey and then actually we've decided you're going to be a sex robot from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Jane comes in and it's just like, there's a queue of men bumping. <laughs> <laughs> basically, the doctor gives up the ruse because he realises they might hit him something and basically say, oh no, not in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's my beautiful face. It's yeah. like a classic joke about the bear, isn't it? I don't think you're coming here for the hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so basically, uh, yeah, this is like, this is not Mel Torme. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a robot. It's the Doctor again in his many guises. <laughs> yeah. And so is that when they have the Sailor Century? Um, uh, yes. The golden shot. The golden shot. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's where um, our housewife from Derbyshire. Yeah, tries to shoot him. Tries to shoot him. I mean, surely yes. if they all just went, look, none of you can hit him, but every, all of you just fire your guns at the same time. Mm. Vaguely at him, someone yeah. is, is going to get him. This is literally again the the doctor is like a proto Neo from uh, the Matrix. He's literally dodging bullets. It's so yeah, funny. yeah. He's literally, yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 literally ducking and going up. He's faster than bullets. By the way, for about two minutes, you'd think one would nick him somewhere, but yeah, he's dodging yes. them for about. They're they're obviously just the worst fucking shots in the world. Yeah. Well, I suppose they're they're not used to using guns, are they? So no. I suppose you could okay. say that's. And then, of course, the doctor then uh, escapes with another. Hey! Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Love it. Is that the the comedy hey where he um he does he two guards into... at the same time? Yeah, hey! I love it. As he leaves that's the really castle. Funny. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> sort of realizes how stupid because how stupid the high is because mm. the high can just be deployed at any time and, and people are immediately unconscious. Yeah, 
Even though I don't think, I think he's doing like, so he's showing them his hands and then he's trying to, he's trying to get enough force to knock someone out by sort of lifting his forearms. Yes. And you're like, well, that there's, yeah, that is an incredibly impressive way of knocking someone out. Basically, he he gives them a very brief massage to death. It's really (laughs) (laughs) But then, then they come back later. He brings with him like a, um, uh, a circular metal thing, like a, like a space umbrella. Yes. Oh, oh, like mm. sort of, yeah, like like a weird flamenco fan. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Like a yeah, like a giant robot's cocktail umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> a, a cocktail umbrella for the Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> and all and all the um, all the all the yogos have um, eaten the porridge and yeah. they all fall asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except all you've got to do is go, hey, don't be asleep, and then mm. they all wake up again, which yeah. is really good because like because Link's spaceship's ready he's just powering it up he's yeah, getting get, get, get ready to go yeah and when he goes it's going to blow up the whole castle essentially mm. yeah. yeah I don't know why that has to happen no because par- Iron Gorn does, does say to him that they carried the ship in and they can ca- they'll have to carry it out again before he can leave but oh. he, he doesn't want to do that he obviously had no intention of doing that no okay. well, he, so he could have got the scientists mm. to do it mm. yeah well they're all they're all dying from exhaustion Paul yeah, I know, and they have to cut. They have because the, the doctor brings them round and then says, "But you have to keep up the ruse." So they keep on working again. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's starving. That's like zero hours contracts, that, isn't it? That's yeah. ridiculous. That's like sweatshop scientists. Yeah, and there's like all they are is there. So I'd imagine there's a lot of smelly conkers in the corner of that laboratory. <laughs> they, they all look very like they don't want to be in this uh, as actors. I mean, they're probably all, <laughs> yes, yeah, one hundred percent. They look really awkward and like, oh, do I have to be on screen? Yeah. They're not enjoying themselves. No. Um, so, so, yeah, so, yeah, he makes his so, Errol Flynn getaway, does his karate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, now, finally, um, mm-hmm. Lynx just gets annoyed with Iron Gron and just, kill, just kills him. He's just so fucking had enough yeah, is of that... this. Yeah, Iron Gron comes too first, after passing out. Yeah, he comes yeah. too, yeah. And realises that he's been tricked. Mm. So he comes bounding into Lynx's lab with a sword, saying, how dare you? Yeah, and as, you, as Paul says, he's just like, "Oh, fuck off!" Yeah. <laughs> it's that bit from Raiders of the Lost Ark, basically, with the swords. Yes, like, yes, oh, yeah, he can't yeah. be bothered. Yeah, and for like such a great character, that is just him done. That that's just him dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's just gone. It. He's absolutely gone. Yeah, and um, what I love as well is they they sort of there's a nice bit from from Rob Holmes um, where he he gets them all all of the other people to run out the castle because you know the Doctor doesn't want to kill loads of innocent people. Mm. The kitchen staff, however, all the women that we've met. Mm. They're not. They're not. They don't make a runner for it. No. So I'm assuming no. they all get blown up in the uh, in the in the ensuing catastrophe. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Perfect well, well, way get. to solve all that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is to basically um, let the ship blow up, get everyone out. Yeah. That's it's everything's destroyed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing has been actually achieved. Nope. 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 Uh, yeah, we're back to square one, basically. Yeah. And the Doctor leaves, takes Sarah Jane for the first time. Well, also, like, Welcome um, to my TARDIS. We also Lovely. should mention, we should also congratulate Hal for firing his arrow perfectly mm. into uh, Lynx's weakness. That's yes. true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He looked Skywalker, dear. He yeah. really did. Perfect Ironic. Yeah. Ironic, given it's Boba Fett. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he slumps over <clears> his desk like... Um, uh, like he's just opened his emails. <laughs> like his Sontaran emails that he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Christ, no. how do I explain this one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Read La Sontaran. It'd be good if he opened it and he's like, oh, I've won a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've won the lottery on the planet N- Nigeria. <laughs> Just need to enter my bank details. <laughs> a, twen- a twenty nag note. <laughs> and then he's gone. And then Do- he's gone. Yeah, dear Mrs. Oscar, I was so sorry to hear about your husband's death at the restaurant. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! And so then, mm. um, and then we all gather around the TARDIS for the for the traditional. Yeah. Uh, oh, the lovely. You know, yeah. You're going you, to like mm. this, and also you're going to enjoy this. And then mm. dematerializes in front of a yokel, who then they must have the worst time ever trying to explain things <laughs> to their friends and family. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. That they witness this. I mean, surely they just get burnt at the stake or dunked in the water as witches. Yeah, you'd imagine <laughs> start, so. If you start blabbing that around, yeah, that's, that's the end of you. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, the, Paul the, Howell the is in a sanatorium complete, right now. Yeah, surely. I mean, the Doctor, in his adventures, must have severed so many natural timelines. Definitely. By yes. his presence. Entire generations of families were never born. <laughs> well, I, was, I was just thinking, though, he destroyed an entire castle full of men. Yeah. The, you know, <coughs> Doc Brown always taught us that you should never influence things you know, from the past into the future. I mean, he might have changed time considerably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when they get back. This is probably get... how we got Trump and that alternate... Future, <laughs> of course, we're going to get a, fa- a fascist state in the next one in, uh, in Invasion of the Dinosaurs, which is what the, which is oh, yeah. what's coming up next. Is that Pertwee's last one? No, we've got Invasion. No. Uh, is it Invasion of the Dinosaurs? Death to the Daleks. There's one. Oh, and then they go to Peladon again, don't they? Oh yeah. Um, so uh, so they do a little round trip. Mm. But this is his last series, isn't it? It's his last series, and he's on his way out. Like he's having fun, mm. um, you can see. But he just sort of—he's he, got a new assistant, and she's, she actually answers back this time. So mm. he's not—he's not, he's not yeah, having such a good great. time. And yeah. you know that Pertwee has had a really good tenure. He's had a really good time being the Doctor, and mm. Um, mm. he's constantly on the circuit, often on parking, all that, and everyone adores him. Mm. The Doctor at this point is being adored, I think, for the first time. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. After Troughton into Pertwee, and then of course we go into Baker, where it becomes peak. Yeah. Who. I just hope that there's a there's some footage somewhere of, of Pertwee in an interview, maybe with Parky or maybe mm. um, some other interview where he's going, well, uh, uh, the being the Doctor has allowed me to uh, join the Mile High Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been sitting on that one for ages. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I... I love this one. Yeah, I think yeah, it's so just—it's absolute quintessential Doctor Who. Um, yeah. How do we do it? Do you do you guys want to give your scores? And I'll give mine at the end, or do I give? You're, mine first? you're the final one, yeah. and I think it should be out of a hundred highs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. By the way, it was John Pertwee's 101st birthday the other day, so it's quite fitting that we're oh, yeah. doing a lovely Pertwee episode and saying nice things Aww. about him. Because yeah, I, he's I, brilliant. He, he is my uh, as I'm going through all of these with you guys on our journey. Mm-hmm. He is at the moment anyway. Definitely my favourite. I love him. Yeah. That's um, so happy birthday, JP. Happy birthday to JP. Yeah. Uh, so how many hats are you going to give it out of 100, Paul? <laughs> I'm going to give it a very respectable... Uh, um, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it 60... No, I'm going to give it more. I'm going to give it 70 highs. Ooh. 70 highs? <laughs> 70 <Right>. highs! <laughs> I'm going to um, go higher. Yeah? I'm going to give it... Because I put this on, never seen it before... And I did. I just literally could not stop watching all. Uh, well, there's four episodes, isn't there? Four. Yes, yeah. four yeah. episodes. And it didn't feel like a drag at all. I was not having such fun. Yeah. And he's in such good form. I'm going to give it 85. Hey. 85. God, is that the highest score you've ever given, John? I think it probably is. No, I think I gave Carnival 90 or something. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me. yeah. Um, 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go somewhere in the middle. I think they're both respectable swords. I'm going to give it 78. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what score so is that? 233 out of 300. Oh. Oh, wow. I, I, bet, I bet you, when I do, the, I, I will tabble these up at some point. Yes. But yeah. I bet you this is second to Carnival, I bet. I think so. Mm. It's are, just you, well are you paced. saying that this episode is the second highest? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I tell you what, as well, I had the privilege of watching these. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you had the privilege um, of. <clears throat> I, I just realised this is the. the well, not, I don't know why I'm mentioning any other episodes uh, hmm. this one, but um, this was actually one that I didn't watch on Blu-ray, but I think it would look absolutely amazing on Blu-ray. Yes, it would. There's yes. a lot of exterior shooting and stuff, and I think it would just look brilliant. So yes. hopefully yeah. that one comes to Blu-ray soon because I think it's. And y- and y- and you said that when we were talking about um, right, right, right at the beginning. The production values in this are brilliant. The interior oh, of the yes. castles look great. Mm. And the exteriors also look stunning. All yes. the courtyard stuff, all the turrets, yes. and the crenellations and all the medieval mm. stuff. It's done really well. It's what the BBC used to do so well is this kind of period stuff. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and that's why all these Doctor Who, where they go back in the past, really shine. Because they've got all the prop rooms full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so it's, exactly. It, it's completely easy for them to do them. Basically, what I'm saying is, I can't wait to watch it in high definition. Um, that wasn't that wasn't what intended. But uh, well, if it ever comes out, I will definitely buy it. <laughs> I bought mine very secretly. In fact, I bought it on the slide. <laughs> and with that, I think we should say nothing, good nothing bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> Uh, follow us on at Weezing Pod. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Oh, oh shit! Oh, we have got correspondence. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, well, sorry to ruin everyone's jokes, but that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Becky, as usual, our lovely follower who's always replying to us, Becky Mongrel. Um, thank you, Time thank Warrior. You, given that the Brigadier is only in it for five seconds, what was Nicholas Courtney doing during filming of the rest of the <laughs> show? I think he knew his time was done, and he was working on a three-man stand-up show with Richard Franklin and Eddie Large. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really have thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Courtney Yates and Large. Uh, and fantastic Mr. Ox. Hello, mm. my fantastic Mr. Ox. He says, Hello. Time Warrior is one of my all-time faves. I think the Sontaran design also a great example yeah. of how mm. the longer classic series went on, uh, the worse the monster costumes got. Yes. Compare yeah. links here with the terrible ones in Invasion of the Time Which we've and already mentioned. Two Doctors. Yes, we've covered also, The Two Doctors and also a fix with Sontarans. If you look at the Sontarans in a fix with Sontarans, they are unrecognisable to what yeah. we have here. They are just two guys who have been given masks, and yeah. it, is, it really shows. They were so upset. They actually, well, I got so upset seeing that new Sontaran look that it actually made me cry! <laughs> <laughs> it says Blood Axe and Iron, that's Ben Thomas, Summers to the B. Blood Axe and Iron Gorn are definitely shagging, aren't they? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think you oh. would find that very. Um, you're, you're, you're trying, you're the snake that lies below the belt has become engorged, sir. <laughs> and also, we should give credit to Tartan Jeff, Jeff Waddle. He says, in the original, best on Taran had landed on another continent altogether. Would he be Lynx Africa? Lovely, sir. Uh, so, thank you, sir. You've, you've, you've got nice. there before any of us, and good yeah, credit to you. So please keep following and listening, and uh, until next week, we'll have to say good. Bye! Bye! bye. <laughs> The empty space that circles time 
blind The secret truth they never find Eternal wisdom is my guide Cosmic waste of TARDIS flies To taste the secret source of life A present science can't deny Exists within, outside, behind The latitude of human minds I am the doctor My voyage dissects the course of time Who knows, you say, but are you right? Who searches deep? So darkly in the night Toward that point I guide my feet As fingers move to end mankind Metallic teeth begin to grind With sword of truth I turn to fight The satanic powers of the night Is your faith before your mind? No man am I If you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Concessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hyten and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Concessions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.